Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ready? Play. Hello. Uh, Tom Grant here. Uh, joined by Isabel. Isabel, uh, long time no chat on long time no see. Uh, yeah. How have you been keeping in, in sunny America, sunny stateside? Well, actually, I've been traveling the Northeast for the last month, so this is the right. first time I'm back in the sun. <laughs> right, okay, so the, the Northeast of the, of the United of the States, States, then, yeah? yeah? And I take it that's the, the cold, wintry part, is it? Very much, yeah. All right, okay, okay, so happy to be back in the sunshine. Yes, very much so. <laughs> lovely stuff, lovely stuff. Um, and, you know, another time when it was sunny, actually sunny in the UK, um, was of course Wimbledon, uh, and that's what we're going to look back on today. Um, a particular match that um, many eyes probably weren't on this match for a couple of reasons, um, but you know it turned out to be one of the you know the classics, certainly from the women's side of the draw. Um, an ironic twist, Isabel. Um, I think we, we were speaking off camera. Was I think me and you were doing the Svantec Benchic match mm-hmm. um, for the the Talking Tennis stream. And that's where uh, our kind of focus was. I know you're concentrating on the Svitolina match, uh, Isabel. Um, yeah, I had to get rid of my double feed uh, because my computer was overheating. <laughs> so I had to pick a match to watch. <laughs> get all this technology and then uh, not the hardware to deal with it. Um, and that one, I think, you know, finished really, really fast. Um, uh, and all attention kind of turned to Azarenka Svitolina. Um, and this one was, was, was pretty epic. We watched the end of it, but... You know, if you watch the highlights or what you can remember from the parts that we saw, um, you know, yeah, can you can you just give us a, a quick description of what you remember about the, the this particular one? Yeah, well, I remember I was keeping an eye on the score uh, while we did the other match because I was rooting for Svitolina and I wanted to see what was gonna what, what was gonna yeah. happen. Um, and I, I was worried that. at first because uh, if I remember correctly, Azarenka took the first set, I think six two. And it was kind of a scorcher for her. Uh, and so I didn't have a lot of faith uh, in it moving into three sets. But then 
I think we, I think I missed the second set. I came in for the third and the, the tie break that they had at the end of the third is like unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and was just one of the craziest tie breaks in women's tennis that I'd ever seen. Yeah. Uh, just like the, at, and I, I don't even think it had to do with like the score line. It just was the level of play was madness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both players, you know, both players were, were hitting the ball, you know, on the sweet spot, as I, I often say. <laughs> yeah, hitting hard, I think, as it, I think the narrative was, as Arenka was defending well, but getting herself out of points. Um, mm -hmm. There was a couple of drop shots uh, that were successful, a couple that failed. There was a net cord uh, during the third set, a double net cord, if I remember right. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. So, yeah, lots to, to go through. If we start off at the start of the match, I mean, coming into this match, um, I think uh, Azarenka, she had faced, um, no, she'd faced uh, Kasakina, um, and she had taken out uh, Podroskova. Uh, so um, it was Azarenka. Svetlina, of course, had played uh, Venus Williams. She'd placed uh, Elise Mertens and Sophia Kennan, who had taken out Coco Goff. Um, and started off that, that Coco Golf run. So, you know, there was so much going on with this match. I think Azarenka had a 5-0 and uh, record, head-to-head -head record against Svitolina. But the crowd, um, you know, the, the politics of the Ukraine and Belarus kind of side yeah. of things, there was just so much going on that maybe the eyes should have been on this one. Because, um, like you say, I think <laughs> looking at the highlights back ahead of this stream, it looked to me as if Svitolina was the one that, you know, started the match the stronger um, she, uh, I think she held serve to love. She was hitting the ball well. She had the crowd on her side. And, you know, and you would be forgiven at that point to think, you know, she's playing well. She's played herself into form. Um, she's got the crowd on her back. You know, this is going to be, um, you know, Svitolina. Um, but like you say, I think, you know, Azarenka, you know, turned the, turned the table and kind of turned the narrative and, and quickly kind of got into her stride. Um, did you look back at the highlights and figure out, you know, why it was that Azarenka was, was able to, you know, break twice in the first set? Um, and, you know, kind of silence the crowd. Yeah, I've, I've got the highlights running on the side here. Yeah, um, me too. I think uh, I think it's it's Fidelina's, like, nature to just go into defense, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and that was, I think, what kept her, like, at, at that level she was at for so many years. And so, yeah. and I think Azarenka knew that if she came out really, really hard, uh, that she would get, like, a head start. Uh, mm -hmm. over Svitolina and that's just it, it she did that's what she did and it worked uh and she was just she just wouldn't give Svitolina an opportunity to uh fight in any in any point <laughs> yeah I mean, uh, and forced her to stay like at the baseline uh running from side to side like it just she just had control of the ball the whole time she came out swinging yeah bang on. I, I think I, I was going to say that exactly that Isabel um the fact that you were you mentioned moving uh, Svetlina from side to side, um, it very much looked like that was the game plan for, for the Belarusian, like, you know, get her moving, bring her into the net as much as we can, move her uh, about the court, try and, you know, maybe test that fitness of Svetlina um, mm -hmm. and see, you know, if you can outlast her. Um, and, you know, for the main part, it worked. I mean, the, the match, again, looking at the highlights, it quickly um, got into the kind of type of match it was going to be in terms of, it's going to be a lot of big hitting from both players, a lot of long rallies from both players. Yeah. Um, you know, corners were being uh, found, angles were being met. Um, and you just, you know, looked at the, the, the people in court one at Wimbledon, a sunny afternoon, um, a late evening, I suppose. Um, and it just looked like this was the perfect match and, and people were getting the, their money's worth, yeah? Oh, absolutely. 
I wish yeah. I had been there. <laughs> we both, we wish we were on that one, I suppose. Um, looking at it, yeah. So it was it was one uh, one love to Svitolina. Then Azarenka, um, you know, won her service game and then broke in the very next one, um, and then broke again to go four one up. Um, and I think there was a chance um, where she had a chance. I think Svitolina maybe had a break point in uh, the four one game um, before um, she managed to fight back, and then it was five one to Azarenka. Um, and then yeah, Svetlina um, quickly put away her first ace um, in the um, in the seventh match of that uh, seventh game of that one, and then it was uh, Azarenka who served it out um, at six two. But then the fun and games really started because Azarenka, of course, then broke in the very first game of the second set. So uh, and she consolidated, um, and so it was uh, she was at that point six two up, two love up. Um, it was only looking like there was going to be one winner. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, as I say, then there was a turning point. And, and can you kind of put your finger, I know looking at the highlights is difficult as I will, but, um, you know, can you put a turning point on what what maybe was the turning point? What what, what did uh, Svitolina do differently? Or was maybe Azarenka's level dropped? Um, you know, can you see by what you're looking at? I mean, it, it could have been, it could have been a combination of both. I mean, Azarenka was, as you said, like really testing Svitolina's fitness in that first set. And I think that had to take, take a toll on her as well. Um, so it could have been that she, her level dropped just slightly and Svitolina could see that and like really took advantage of it. And I think this is something I've seen from her, from Svitolina all year, where she's just going for the offensive more and more. Uh, which is not something she used to do in matches. Uh, and I think it held her back a lot. But yeah, I think I think it was it was a combination of both. She started hitting and finding the angles uh, better than she was in the first set. She wasn't allowing Azarenka to uh, control those points the way she was in the first set. Uh, she, I think she was trying to finish them quicker. Uh, she was moving around a lot less, but mostly just like pushing her offensive mode. Uh, and, yeah, I think I think that, and I think of... that gave her the confidence too, because I, I think that might've been a factor in the, from coming out of the first set, gave her that confidence that she could actually go head to head with this, with, with Azarenka and it paid off. Yeah. I, I was going to mention, like, I think there was definitely something like a mental switch, um, you know, down to love, down a, a set where you didn't really compete. Well, I mean, it'd be unfair to say didn't really compete because, you know, as looking at it, most points are, are, are either deuce, um, they're sharing game points, they're sharing break points. Um, you know, every game is competitive, um, yeah. you know, but there must have been a mental switch there. It must have been like, you know, how many times am I going to be in this position? One within fourth round, potential, you know, to, to, to face the world number one in the next round, um, you know, I suppose that there must have been something, maybe looking over to your box at a changeover, or something that's, that's switched in your head and said, right, you know, I'm not, I'm going to go down fighting here. This is, this is not going to be my kind of swan song here at, at Wimbledon. And you know, that's what she did. It just turned the, the match on her head, on its head. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I and think, could... I think winning a couple of points in a tennis match can be that the, enough of a switch for yeah. for a player. Just winning two or three, just winning one, one or two games on your own serve can, can help, can like make that shift happen not personally because i never win anything but <laughs> uh but i think that that's enough for a player uh sometimes like just just the little instances of like okay yeah i can as long as i can win on my serve and then like you keep moving forward with that yeah 
yeah, keep putting pressure uh, yeah. on your opponent. Um, I think the the, the telling uh, the, the telling game in this one now, um, I can't quite remember how long it went on for, but I do remember like you know actually looking at the the Wimbledon highlights later on that night um, and watching this game and thinking, wow, that would have been great to, to you know watch live. Um, it was three four. Um, in the second set, certainly um, mm -hmm. leading 4-3. It was on the Azarenka serve. Um, and the points, you know, every single point it just seemed to be were like one of these all-time classic points. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Azarenka would, would have game points to to, to take it to 4-all. Then Svitolina would um, have uh, a break point. You know, it was just it was just swings and roundabouts, just roller coaster of emotions. Each player punching their box after every point. It was just epic, epic Grand Slam tennis. Um, and I think that was a key point. Do you remember how long that game went on for? I think that, like, I, I don't. I'm, like I've got it here. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No I've got it playing that that game, but yeah, I don't Oh, you last played it how long it was. <laughs> yeah, cuz I mean I'm looking at Azarenka like saved like break points so many times with like you're coming into the net. Um, dropping a volley in there, Svetlina still getting to it, but Azarenka reading the volley um, yeah. and then putting it away. I'm sure there was a, I'm just going to check there, I'm sure there was a break point saved um, on a, a net cord um, or potentially a, a drop shot. Uh, I'm just looking at one of the points now. Um, you know, Svetlina again has a break point here. Uh, Azarenka serving. It was either a really good winner or there was definitely something memorable about it, following enough because I can't remember right now, but, um, but there we go. This is it now. Uh, Right. Okay. So she's brought um, she's brought uh, Svetlina into the net on the break point, um, and then she's just put it away with a winner. Um, and it, it really was bad timing in terms of Svetlina coming into the net. Um, but yeah, that that game was was the one that you know stood out. I think that was a turning point. I think um, you know Azarenka knew she was in a match there, and there was potential. I think up until that point, she she was fairly certain that she was going to see this out. But I think you know at that point, with Svetlina. Um, even though she won the game, as I think, I think Svetlina made really put a, a marker down there. Um, and then obviously in the next game uh, with the Svetlina, um, won at 5-4. And then we went on to um, the Azarenka serve. Yeah, and here, Azarenka, you know, she's had, she's got a game point to level up at 5-0 in the second set. Um, mm -hmm. And you just wonder um, if she manages to hold here, um, you know, does she basically see it out, you know, get it to a tie break or, or win it in that second set? But instead, what she does, she leaves a really, really short ball on the game point. Uh, Svetlina probably hits one of our biggest strikes um, of the of the entire, maybe even the entire event, you know, um, the forehand winner that Azarenka was there in time, but just the speed and the pace of it. Um, and then, you know, Svetlina then goes on to, to break serve and, and take, the, um, take the second set. And that point all the momentum is with the ukrainian um yeah you know i think the crowd was really behind her during the yeah. second set and that also helped a lot yeah i think i think you're right i think you know that there was a fairy tale element to uh Svetlina, um and you know her story her journey you know the fact that you know ukraine um and the whole you know war yeah. um i think yeah i think you're, you're bang on the and money she I just had a baby 
no, there was that as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I mean, it, I mean, so do, so is Azarenka, so have a ton of other players. But like, she, I, I think she took the least amount of time off after yeah. having a kid. It was like six months or less, and that to me is crazy that she would have like not only this one, but wasn't it a uh, at the French that she also had like a really impressive run? But yeah. taking the least amount of time off after having a having her her kid, just like. And then getting to the the crazy, I think the craziest for me is that she was at a certain level before, and then after having a kid, her level got way better. Yeah. I, be <laughs> I, I feel like that doesn't happen often. Like the the level will change, and you have to like refigure, re rediscover like your strengths and your whole body. But like her level just went just like skyrocketed. She yeah. was a completely different player for for all the better reason. Like uh, just yeah, yeah, absolute fairy tale. You're right. It was the it was the French. Um, it was the French Open. She got to the quarterfinal, um, beaten by Sabalenka, six four, six four. But still, you know, a quarterfinal run um, in Paris uh, is, uh, you know, still like you say. I don't remember. I actually do not remember Svitolina being on the tour pre-baby and hitting it as hard as as she she did when she came back. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, what you're no, saying absolutely. there, you know, it was just sitting there ringing bells in my head, going, "Yes, that's exactly right," because. Um, now there'll be people who know the WTA who will tell me that you know no no she did hit it that hard beforehand but you know in terms of ball striking timing finding the angles finding the corners finding the line um, and you know going toe to toe with these big players I know she was number three in the world but I just don't not do not remember her you know having that like power if that, would you agree Yeah absolutely I think it was um, I think it was Jack who told me that Svitolina was the only uh player to have beaten like everyone in the top five right. uh, or, or every number one something some crazy statistic uh for her pre having a baby but i i think that it was it wasn't that she wasn't hitting the ball that hard before it's that i think she mostly relied on defense she was not a really aggressive player it was just hard to get the ball past her uh but something now she's just this, she's got like everything instead of just like relying solely on her defense. She she can like pick from a variety of her skills. Yeah. So yeah, totally. I don't know what, I don't know what happened. I don't know what changed, but I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. I've always yeah, yeah. liked well, her. I remember I've you being a fervent uh, supporter uh, of that match. Uh, yeah. But going into the third set, as I said, uh, momentum firmly with Svitolina, um in this fourth round tie. Um, actually goes three love up. Again, I'm thinking at this point, you know, Azarenka, um, she's went too early, she's out of steam, um, there's no way back here. Um, but again, um, as in any true classic match, Azarenka bites back and, you know, brings it back to, to three all. You know, as a neutral watching this, if you're in that um, stadium watching this tennis match, you know, evolve and... Uh, you know, are you just sitting there going, right, I, I, now I can't even predict where this is going? <laughs> I think that's how I was feeling when I was watching it. Because I, this, I think it's around this time that, that we came into watching. Uh, and yeah, it was it was gripping. I had no idea, especially after Azarenka fought back from three love in the third. Like, I, I was just like, okay, I have no idea. I have no idea who's going to take this. Um, but then, you know, all of a sudden, Azarenka bites back. Um, you know, talk to me then, you know, if you're in the stadium at that point, if you're in the... Uh, stands uh, watching along you're just thinking you know I've got no idea where this match is going to go from this point 
Yeah, I mean, that's how exactly how I was feeling watching from home. <laughs> I was, it was just nail biting. Uh, and I don't even, I'm trying, I'm looking at that, that particular game now where she's, where Azarenka starts to climb back. And I think it was just a confidence thing. Again, like talking about that, you know, I think Spitalina just was, was on a hot roll. <laughs> and Azarenka just was feeling you know, unable, unable to fight back, but she won a couple of points, won a game, and then just found that power that she has. And then it just became like this, like on, on edge for every point on edge for every game match for the, for like, I think three all and beyond for that, yeah. for that whole set. Well, I mean, the whole set, you know, I mean, arguably the whole match, you know, every point was just so competitive. I mean, it was a, yeah. uh, it was like, you know, it took the breath out of your lungs just watching these girls, you know, play tennis and run about the court for, you know, what seemed like two hours. Um, it was a long but, one. Um, I think it may be in the third set um, at some point, you know, it was going three all, then it went to four all um, and then five all. And then, um, but, you know, in the end, uh, the, the one that we, that we switched on to was that tie break. Um, and, you know, um, it was a roller coaster. I think, if I remember, Azarenka was seven, four up. final set tiebreak is first to 10 but she was three points away at that point from uh you know an epic win a, a showdown with uh, Svantec who had taken out Bencic but you know again Svitolina much like the second set um she managed to, to you know find something from somewhere um maybe use the the kind of vibe of the crowd use the energy coming from the crowd um maybe looking at her box you know again that's just again she could have been down and out but she manages to fight back And then I think she fights back to uh, nine eight. In fact, in fact she she had a, a couple of stabs at it. Um, I think the one of the break points um, may have been a, a you know. As Azarenka finally taking hold of a point. You know, she'd been playing such defensive tennis throughout the, the third set. Um, and she manages to she, she manages to kind of keep on uh, Svitolina's coattails. Um, but yeah, in that 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 final moments of the uh, the match, you know, we are winning a, on an ace. It was, it was winning it on an ace, but you know, just you know, if you look back at the uh, the match point, the first match point that was saved by Azarenka, you know, that was more like aggressive tennis that you know Azarenka has you know made a, a career off of. Um, you know, she put it away, but you know, against Vitalina this time on her serve, like you say, she has it ten nine. She picks out that serve. Yeah, but it was uh, right into out wide corner, um, on yeah. the ad court, um, and you know, she then dropped to her knees. Um, yeah. Much, you know, the majority of people in the crowd um, celebrated with uh, Svitolina, and of course, then uh, there was the the kind of controversy, um, as some may say, at the end. You know, most people watching the the, the match would have known that there wasn't going to be a handshake between Nazarenka and Svitolina um, due to 
you know, the the war in Ukraine, uh, of course, Belarus involved in that um, from yeah. the Russian side. Um, that was obviously going to happen. It's happened in matches beforehand. It happened again here. Um, I think if I remember correctly, Azarenka maybe put some sort of gesture to say well done to Svetlina yeah. without, you know, uh, shaking hands. And then there were some in the Wimbledon crowd who, you know, maybe thought that what Azarenka was doing was disrespectful. Um, do you remember that incident? You know, did it stand out for you? I remember it was something something about it. But to, to be honest, like the whole thing feels very old news to me at this point. Like Svitolina has been following that uh, that guideline that she set for herself uh, since the beginning of the war. And every single time she's not shaking the hands of a Russian or Belarusian player, it becomes a headline. It's a big deal. The audience gets upset. And I, I'm kind of tired of hearing about it. Like it's not, it's not a big deal anymore. Like we've seen this for what two years at this point. Uh, it's, it's kind of old news. I don't expect her yeah. or any Ukrainian player to, to shake hands with a player. And it's not. And I think, uh, f- on the whole, most of the Russian and Belarusian players have been very respectful of that. Yeah. Uh, so the the fact that the media and sometimes the crowd makes a huge deal out of it feels way overblown to me. Yeah, like it's I, it shouldn't be a controversy at this point. Yeah, I agree. And I think um, you know, as I said, I think Azarenka was actually being respectful. Um, you know, respecting her wishes, not forcing the issue, and actually, you know, giving her uh, an offer of congratulations. And she said after the match, she felt that the Wimbledon crowd and the booing that she received off some in the Wimbledon crowd. Uh, was unfair. Um, I, I can remember she looked, she did look a bit bemused as she uh, as she left the court. Um, but then that was the end of her Wimbledon journey. And of course, in the next round um, was Svitolina Shiontek. Um, and of course, Svitolina uh, coming through that one, much to the shock, enjoyment, uh, maybe horror to some in the talking tennis world. But you know, um, yeah. we're not here to reflect on that. But you know, it was some run. Um, what do you remember about that one? Uh, the Sviantec match, I don't remember much of it. I should go and rewatch the highlights, but I do remember like being in awe that Iga could not like get, get on a, on a roll in that match. And it was just Svitolina the whole way. I was really shocked. I think I might've been on a live stream with that one as well. I think it was, that was when Jack told me that, uh, Svitolina had had the best record against number one players. Yeah. Uh, so it, it didn't surprise me though. I think that, that Svitolina had this incredible run, like, especially after this match, um, who did she, t- she took, wait, she, so she quarterfinals, it was Iga. And then who was it in the semis that she lost to? Was it Sabalenka? Um, Vondrusva. I'm, pr- I'm sure oh. she won Vondrusva and it was Anjibur and Sabalenka in the same, the other semifinal. Um, right, of right, course, right. Uh, that was also it. an incredible then, match. Yeah. Yeah. And then Vondrusva, um, you know, winning the overall and uh, well this has been good to um catch up would you put it would you rank it i know you you didn't manage to watch it live but you know when you look back at the highlights um, and you see how uh, big the tussle was on court um do you think this was one of the matches off wimbledon absolutely absolutely yeah. it was yeah. it, it had everything that i love about tennis in it it was you know there was like personal dramas and vendettas going yeah. on there was it, it was three, it was three full sets, you know, it was the second set and third sets were absolute nail biters. Like it had 
the fast power like it was just it was everything it, it had yeah. everything that i like about the sport in it and if and this is this would be a match that if anyone says the women's tennis is boring this is one of the matches i would make them watch <laughs> well you know uh, if anyone watching this um you know wants to go back um i'm sure you'll be able to find it um on youtube um or maybe an iplayer somewhere um but uh listen Isabel, it's been good to catch up to you um i'm sure we will do it again in the new year um, but yeah, Svetlina Azarenka um, finished 7-6, uh, I think 11-9 in the final set tiebreak. But um, yeah, a really, really tough one. Um, good stuff. Okay, uh, Isabel, good to, to chat. Um, good to see you. And uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll see you on the other side, all right? If you enjoyed this video, make sure you hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe and click that notification bell. Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.